Hello and welcome back to another chaotic episode of The Spells We Tell Ourselves. So today's topic was, I wrote it in my planner as yogic mindset and now I'm sitting here like, where was I going with this? Well, we're going to find out together and it's going to be a great time and we are totally going to do this. We are going to get there. So the purpose of this episode The purpose of this episode of talking about the yogic mindset is there are lessons from yoga that we can all take with us into our daily lives. So I'm not saying like you need to stretch an hour every day, highly recommend it, but it's not necessary. I'm more meaning along the lines of being honest and mindfulness and those kinds of principles that we can learn from a yogic practice. So let's talk about that. In yoga, there's this idea of the eight limbs of yoga, and I'm not going to bore you with all of them. I just want to talk about a couple that are the, what is referred to as the social ethics and the personal practices that go along with the social ethics. There, uh, of course, are other ones that talk about like doing a yoga practice and having the different postures and, um, while I do recommend mindful breathing and tuning inward and what being able to concentrate on the breath and letting go of thoughts, I feel like I've covered those in previous episodes, but what I haven't covered in previous episodes is yamas, which are the five social ethics, and nayamas, which are the personal practices that go along with the social ethics. So, in order to not continuously go on and on and on about the same stuff, we're just going to talk about the yamas and the nayamas for this episode. We'll start off with the ethics portion. Um, so we have yama, which is the name of the ethics, which are kindness, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, and generosity. They kind of sound like things that we are all taught as children, like the golden rule, always treat people the way that you want to be treated. Um, Tell the truth, but like, don't tell the truth in order to be mean. Telling the truth because it's helpful and it's kind. Um, Where, and knowing that like there's a time and the place for the, the truth. And sometimes in the moment, you don't want to be brutally honest. Like if somebody just had a, an art showing, or a play or something. And they asked you what you thought because you went to it and you hated it. But in that moment, you can say something along the lines of, oh, it was such a treat to watch you perform. I love seeing your art. I love seeing how passionate you get about things. And I love seeing how excited you are about things. And because like, we're all running on adrenaline after we do something really cool like that. And you can then, after they have calmed down, you can be like, hey, can I share a little feedback I had. And this is how I felt about XYZ. And I think you are so talented, but blah, 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 just didn't land for me. And it's just not my thing. I appreciate you sharing this with me because I value you as a human being, yada, yada, yada. You get the point. And it's kind of like the idea of you can tell somebody that you don't like something without being a jerk about it. You can tell somebody like, 
hey, I don't like your podcast because I'm not a spiritual person and it doesn't align with who I am as a person, but it's really cool that you're sharing what is valuable to you and what is valuable to lots of other people. It's just I'm not a part of that target audience because like I have some really good friends who that directly describes. They love that I'm doing these things and I love and they love that I'm working my life the way that I want to be doing my life, but it's not exactly their vibe. They're not my intended audience. They'll scroll through Instagram and like a post just because it helps, but they're probably not listening to this right now. And that is kindness in in itself. That's truthfulness without being a jerk. Then non-stealing, I feel like we all know what that means. Um, When it comes to moderation, it's like not over-consuming the resources that have been given to you. And this is being recorded like right after Earth Day. So it fits really perfectly, I think. We're not over-consuming some of Earth's resources and then leaving trash on the side of the road. Moderation is taking what you need, but not overdoing it. And generosity, which comes right after this, is sharing whatever you do have in abundance. So it's like oh, I made a ton of banana bread or whatever. I don't want to eat all of it myself. There's plenty for it to go around. And I think that this generosity can be a beautiful thing as long as we are remembering that not everything needs to be shared right away. I think that generosity should come at a point when you are able to and when it is appropriate. I don't, I don't know. I have... I have differing views on it because while I do agree that we should be giving to people who may need it, but we also need to remember that we can't predict the future and like we need to have a cushion for ourselves as well. Um, That's all I really want to say about that. So the five personal practices that go along with these ethics are things like cleanliness and clarity feeling contentment, um, self-discipline, self-reflection, and contemplation. So we have cleanliness and clarity. Some, Some resources will describe it as purity. I don't think that's a correct name for it. Um, I think that it better fits for what, you know, talking about like personal hygiene, where you are making sure yourself are is clean. You're making sure your yoga mat is clean. You are looking at your mindset and the thoughts that you think. And are you having thoughts and habits that serve you or are you having thoughts and habits that hold you back? Um, and then this kind of goes into contentment, the next one, where you're, you know, you have a gratitude practice. You're meditating. You feel content with your life. You feel connected to the world around you. You're content with nature. You're content by yourself. You're content with other people. It's just feeling overall like I'm really grateful for all of these things and feeling the happiness and the gratitude for what it is, not like thinking all the time, oh, I wish my life were like this. Instead being like, oh, I really like that I have this. I really like that I have that. Um, Self-discipline is... You know, it's making sure that 
you are making the time for your passions. It's the self-care one. It's described as, it says self-discipline in a lot of resources, but I really feel like it's self-care. It's the idea that you are making time for yourself. You're following the things that you're passionate about. You are having a mindfulness practice. You are doing all of these things in order to be, um, better yourself. And they're things that you're enthusiastic about. Like you have to be happy about doing these things. And I think that's where self-care comes into play as a yogic principle. Um, self-reflection. This, you know, it can be meditation. Of course it can be meditation, but it could also just be a morning habit of how am I feeling today? Just reflecting on the way that your body feels for what it is not trying to change it, not judging it, not having a, a complete spiral moment. Instead, just being like, okay, well, this is how I feel right now. Um, and then, of course, I think uh, meditation and journaling can be really helpful for the act of self-reflection and tuning in when not on a yoga mat. Um, so last one that I want to talk about here is it's okay. So I am going to use a different word than what I would use. It's in a lot of resources as surrender to a higher power. Personally, I don't like it. I would say that it's more of knowing, like knowing that you're not alone in this human experience. You can believe in a higher power if that feels aligned to you. You don't have to believe in a higher power if it doesn't though. I think that as long as you know that you are not alone in this human experience and you know you're having a human experience and you trust that the universe is working out for you at any given point in time while you're along this human journey is enough to be practicing this limb of Nayama. Nayama being the personal practices here in a yogic mindset. I think that there is too much pressure uh, for other people to follow a higher power, join a religion, believe in something bigger than themselves. And I don't necessarily believe it. I don't necessarily think that every person needs that. I think just by knowing yourself and being able to trust in yourself is enough. So if you know as you're going through this human experience that everybody else around you is also going through a human experience of their own and having that mindfulness of we are all doing this human thing together, I don't think that you necessarily have to believe in a higher power for this to work. All right, so... Here's the reason why I wanted to talk about this today. This episode comes out on April 28th on a Friday, which means yesterday I just announced the relaunch of my Cosmic Badass one-to-one 30-day coaching program. And I am using more spiritual and yogic mindset principles as a mindset coach. So these are things with uh, like tapping into your intuition and using mindfulness and using shadow work as a way to examine what has been holding you back. 
So I'm really excited about this relaunch. It feels a lot more aligned than just calling myself a mindset coach because I am a spiritual person. I mean, like tarot readings have been an offering of every coaching program that I've released thus far. So this feels a lot more aligned. It's, it, it feels more cosmic, you know, it feels like it better fits me and the name as a whole. So I am sure that that is all over both the Yogini Witch Libby and the Spells We Tell Ourselves Instagrams. If you are a part of my mailing list, I am sure I have sent around something. If you are not a part of my mailing list and you would like to be, head on over to www.yoginiwitchlibby.com. It really is the best way to stay in the know for for me. It is great for when I release new programs and I send out a mailer, email or whatever with the details of the program. Um, and yeah, I mean, of course, following me on Instagram or Facebook is another good way to stay in touch. And other than that, please like review, subscribe, whatever to wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. And I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks. Have a good week.